Welcome to the Lives of Courage podcast with me, Jessica Stong. Each week, we'll look at ways to choose courage every day, as I know even the smallest acts of courage matter. Through inspiration and action, we can grow into who we are truly meant to be. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Happy day. Um, Hope you all are well. Uh, We are talking today about the Pomodoro technique. Really, I call it the Pomodoro party. And I am recording this as I am doing a Pomodoro um, block within the Courageous Life Society. So every Monday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, we do four Pomodoro techniques. What is that? I'm gonna tell you all about it, why I love it, and why it matters to me. So you might see me, if you're watching this via video, hi, um, you might see me looking 20 different places because I'm watching people on the screen, watching me talking to you. It's pretty meta. Let's, let's, let's just say that. So what is the Pomodoro technique? It's really a time management system that really helps us learn about time, learn the way we use time. It teaches us really to work with the time we have instead of against it. And so we know that our society views time often as fixed or scarce, right? We have this real idea that time is our enemy. And the reason I love the Pomodoro technique so much and this idea of Pomo parties, which I'm going to tell you about, is that we are understanding that we don't have to race, that we can claim the way we spend our time and the way and who we spend our time with and even how we do it. And we can watch people and join with people, um, which is why I love co-working in the Pomodoro technique as well. So really for me, it's a time management system, but also it is so good for focus. It's a focus system for me. And I want you to understand that the Pomodoro technique is deceptively simple to learn. However, it is um, in, in, in action, it's quite a bit more challenging, but it is life-changing to use. I, I really believe this. Um, having lived most of my life, um, no, all of my life, I don't know why I just said most of my life with ADHD, right? This, this executive function challenge, I, this has revolutionized the way I work, the way I am productive in my business. It is uh, dramatically altered what I can and can't do. And so just a brief, quick uh, guide to how we do this. So we break um, work into 25 minute chunks blocks of time. I don't like the word chunks. So I like the word blocks. We're just going to say blocks, right? Separated by five minute breaks. And then after four of those, four 25 minute chunks, blocks with five minute breaks, you get a 15 to 20 to 30 minute break. So this is really helping you learn to manage your cognitive load, that cognitive fatigue, manage your energy levels and energy system and understand the way you use your time. Also, it helps with interruptions because you can say it's only for 25 minutes. I'll have five minutes to look up something. I have a note taking system. 
excuse me, I have a coworker, Theo. Theo, please plug in your headphones, honey. Please plug in your headphones. Um, I have a coworker, so this is what it's like. My coworker's five, under the weather, and is watching something. So it's it's never a dull moment. So um, we understand that we are resisting interruptions as much as we can. They're going to come up. And we're retraining our brain again and again to go back to focus, to go back to focus. And the Pomodoro is really, the, the beauty of it is that in that 25 minute chunk, right, block of time, we're going to try to accomplish one thing. We're gonna train our brain to accomplish what we say we're gonna do in the amount of time we have. And that break, we're gonna, I'm gonna walk you through all the steps, is really a chance to um, reset, rebalance, uh, bring your attention back to what you need to be working on. And in this um, work, we talk so much about Parkinson's, who was this British naval historian an author, Cyril, I think his name was, um, Cyril Parkinson. And so he said in a 1955 essay in The Economist, might be 1955, um, that our work expands to fill the time we have available, right? And it was so, he was looking at even, not only our work expands to fill, but like the people we've hired expands to fill. And he was looking at why we have so many leaders and not more productivity. I find it fascinating, but we're gonna focus on his conversation around work, filling the time you have. And so he talked about an elderly woman writing a postcard to her niece. And he was saying that she had all the time, right? She didn't have to take care of kids. She didn't have to take care of a sick kid. She didn't have to make a dinner for people because it was only her. And so she had all the time to write this postcard. And guess what happened? She took all that time. And so oftentimes people have wondered because his, his work hasn't been proved but it has, you know, people love to find fault because we don't wanna believe that we can decide what to do in the amount of time and do it. In the 60s, researchers showed that if subjects were accidentally given extra time um, to complete a task, it took longer even though other subjects um, didn't have extra time and they got it done. Um, there was a research from the 1990s maybe 99, someone just joined um, the, the co-working hour. So I'm, you know, doing two things, waving to them. Um, that, that subjects were asked to evaluate photos. And so they said, oh, this last set is, um, it is canceled. And so they spent all their time evaluating the three sets um, what what was the word dallying and not just getting it done and being done with it. And so we know that humans um, have a limited capacity for attention, focus, same thing, um, cognitive task, recall, um, things like that. And that when we get to the point we get to that cognitive, I call it cognitive fatigue or um, mental bandwidth fatigue. There's a professor at Princeton who authored the book 
um, scarcity, the psychology of having less. I highly recommended it. Um, he, I, I believe he, I know, I said someone who is on, right? I said it's like a meta. I'm, I'm so confused. I'm talking about Pomodoro and doing Pomodoro. It's big time. It's mind blowing. I'm so excited you're here. But anyway, we know that um, having less than we need drives our behavior. It drives the way we see things. Um, and we know that because our attention or our capacity for focus is limited, when we divide up um, our, our, our actions, when we divide it up in any way we can to get through everyday life, we are able to do the work. And by necessity, often we buckle down. That's why we often love deadlines. Our brains love deadlines. And so a lot of the people I coach have a hard time with like false deadlines. And so we were, we can buckle down if we have like this, this 25 minute block of time. Um, so I think about Parkinson's law every time we do the Courageous Life Society co-working hour, and we often talk about it, is how long something will take depends on our deadlines. It depends on how much time we have. And so we are going to get really good at planning. Using the Pomodoro technique in everyday life really helps us get clear about how we're using our time and how we're focusing our brain. I have, uh, let's see how many steps. I have 10 recommended steps. 10 steps to do a Pomodoro technique. Um, you're gonna hear all about this. And why do I call it a Pomodoro party? Because I believe this should be fun. I believe this should be easy. When we see work as drudgery and heaviness, it's gonna, right? It's not gonna feel life-giving or life-affirming. So we can re, um, structure our thoughts, we can create new thoughts about how we spend our time. And I really see Pomodoro opportunities for parties. Notice I like alliteration as well. So that's how we got there too. So step one is set aside at least an hour to do a Pomodoro party. I've learned for me, it's best in two hour, um, two hours chunks, um, which is why I created the Courageous Life Society co-working session for two hours. Also, we do it on Zoom so that um, I can, I don't wander off, I'm watched. And we have a timer, so I have eight minutes to finish this so that we're ready for the time so that we all take breaks together. We get up and stretch. I swore I wouldn't do the running man after a running man one time. Did it. But like we get up. So I'm going to talk about that. So step one is set aside time for a Pomodoro party. Step two is create a thought um, that will sustain you. I've got this. I'm inspired and energized. I can do anything. This is mine. If I'm not feeling up to it, I can do anything for 25 minutes, right? Yes. It's like, I can do this. I'm going to make this fun and easy. I got this. It wasn't just one running man, but we can all do running mans together. So I don't traumatize people by my out, outrageous 
dancing. Um, okay, so two is create a thought. Make it fun. Make it easy. Have something on the other side of the Pomodoro that you're like, I can do anything. Number three is write out your Pomo party success list. Pomodoro technique success list. I made this up. So just go with me here. Um, is The first question is, what will you do in the time you have? So what do you want to accomplish in that two-hour chunk? What actions will you take? Um, two is how much time will each action take? You don't know probably in the beginning, but you're practicing estimation. You guys know that I think everything will take me 17 hours, li literally. Turns out it doesn't. And the more I practice, the more I focus, the more I get accurate data on how long something will take me to do, the better informed I am. It is data. It's not destiny, I said that about something else. I love to guess what level of effort will something require me. Writing is high effort for me. Talking on a video, no effort, right? Like, I love it. Um, so, and then why is this important? It's so helpful to articulate why this matters. I love to ask myself, are there any potential distractions, obstacles? Now I want to be clear here, I write this out. I have a Pomodoro journal, I have a thousand journals, right? You can type it in a Word document. Um, I have a like an Excel document. If you want access to that, email me hello at jessicastong.com um, and I can send that to you. Um, and then, um, so though you're gonna create a generalized Pomodoro plan. And then you're gonna write out a plan for each block of time. And so don't make this hard, just make it fun. What will you accomplish for each block of time? I have um, Pomodoro block one, write. Block two, write. Block three, record. Block four, PowerPoint. Literally, that's how detailed I get. And then I also write how I will get started. So I will look up my, um, Google Dry or Google spreadsheet, I couldn't think of the right word, of what I ask myself to be able to then um, create this written document. So I have um, challenges with task initiation. You might not, you might not need to tell yourself how you're gonna get started. But I found that that is the way that gets over that mental hump of getting it done. And then, so then you, that was number four, is you're gonna write out a plan for each block of time. Number five is you're gonna turn your phone on do not disturb. You're gonna hide your email on your computer and you're gonna use one tab at a time. I know, it's very challenging, but it has changed the game for me. Now, you might have a sick kid at home, I'm pointing to him. And um, I mean, things come up, but you can still reorient your brain back, reorient your brain back. Number six is you get started. I love Pomo, um, what is it? Pomofocus.io. I love the timer. You can do what you want with it. I love um, Pomodoro-Focus Timer app but I do it on my computer when I'm working at my computer. If I'm doing um, something that requires housework, if I'm doing, I do a Pomodoro app on my phone. 
Um, I also, homeschooling Henry, we use the Pomodoro um, app all the time. He uses it himself for homework. It's the way to go. His breaks take a lot longer. Um, it's totally fine. That's what we expect of an underdeveloped prefrontal cortex, right? Um, so then you're going to go for 25 minutes. You're going to work on what you say you're going to do. Um, and then you're going to get done. So I'm going to be done with this um, live to go back to my Pomodoro focus group um, in three minutes. And I'm going to say, how was my focus? Did I do what I said I was going to do? Am I recording? Yes. Um, what do I need to change for next time? Um, so I ask myself that. And then we take our break for five minutes. We do it for four. Um, not sure why I decided that. Oh, to try to fit it into the amount of time we have. So I do the running man, do some jumping jacks, go for a cup of coffee, uh, do a short walk or in your house or unload the dishwasher, anything work related. I asked the people on the call today, I said, what's the hardest part? Um, and it is that stopping when the time is up. When I am on my own, it's very difficult for me to stop when the time is up. And so if I have something that I'm gonna do, I'm gonna get up, I'm gonna stretch, I'm gonna do child's pose, I'm gonna do cat-cat, something. Get out of your chair um, and move your body to whatever to get out. You can meditate. Five minutes are up, you're gonna go again. And so you're going to repeat that for three more sessions. You want four blocks of time where you do 25 minutes on, five minute break, 25 minutes, five minute break. After four blocks of that, take a 15 to 20 to 30 minute break, whatever works for you. And so you're gonna like give yourself a brain break. You're gonna do something. This energizes your brain. I know it seems like you're, you're wasting so, no. You are doing the work, the heavy lifting for your brain so that you can focus hard when you need to focus. And then after you've completed, this is the final step. I love to do this after you've completed your full six hours of Pomodoro technique, right? Four, four, four. Um, I want you to say, what did you accomplish? How does this compare to what I usually do when I'm not using the Pomodoro? Uh, technique, what went well, what didn't go well, um, how can I use any new awareness that I've gained to focus better, faster in the future, to train my brain, to understand the way I use time. So that really is the Pomo party. I'm going to link when I get it done. I'll come back in here and put in the comments um, the, the list for this. I'll also put it on my website. Um, and, and probably do a reel around it. I mean, come on, that's, that's, that's we're making so much um, content out of one short and sweet session, okay? I have 38 seconds left until I get back in the Courageous Life Society. So maybe you're interested in how this works. You can join the Courageous Life Society and join us just for the Pomodoro sessions. It is life-changing, sweet people. So uh, thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to hear how you use this or if you've used this before or what you think. Thank you so much. I'll see you all very soon. I'll see you next week. Okay, thanks, bye.